The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. There are certain subjects that when I teach and preach on them from the Word of God, I always, I mean always, get under deep conviction myself. And one of those is the subject of prayer. I'm just going to tell you, I need a new beginning in prayer. Do you need a new beginning in prayer? Do you need some freshness in your prayer life? Have you allowed your communion with the Lord to grow a little stale? Do you need to get out of the rut? And you need exactly what Seth needed in Genesis chapter number 4. You need a moment where you really begin a fresh way to call upon the name of the Lord. Let's read. Genesis chapter 4, verse 25 and 26, one more time. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God, said she, hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also, there was born a son. He called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. When is then? At this moment, when they have this child, they're looking this new life in the face, uh, this father says, we need a new beginning. We need God. Uh, we, we can't raise this child on our own. We can't, we can't determine our future on our own. We need the Lord. And so this is the turning point. This is the then moment when the Bible says men began to call upon the name of the Lord. This is the first record in Scripture of man beginning to pray in the name of the Lord and be identified by the name of the Lord. This is the, the defining mark of those who really know God. They commune with him. We've learned already that these people got a fresh glimpse of God and that they got a fresh faith for the future. But let me tell you one more thing we need. We need a fresh communion with our creator. If you back up in your thinking in this story in the book of Genesis, chapter number 3, the day that the snake came into the garden and temptation came to Eve and sin came to humanity, did it ever dawn on you that all of that happened at a time when she was not communing with the Creator? It happened at a time where she was not talking to God. Friend, I want to tell you, Eden is not Eden without the presence of God. You want to know how to stay clean and pure and right, keep your life out of sin and out of trouble? I'm going to tell you how. Stay in prayer. Live in the presence of God. Pray without ceasing. Pray every day what Jesus said to pray. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You see, you, you can't pray, sincerely pray and commune with God and enjoy the presence of the Lord and live in sin at the same time. It's impossible. You're, you're not going to do some wicked, awful thing when you're living consciously in the presence of God and enjoying fellowship with him. And then come forward a chapter to chapter number four. What about Cain? All the things that marked his life, the anger, the murder, uh, all of the self-will and rebellion, you know the one thing that never marked his life? One characteristic you never find in the life of Cain, you never find him praying. As surely as Eve sinned when she was not praying and communing, Cain's whole life was a life of sin. 
because he was a prayerless young man. I wonder, are you prayerful or prayerless today? How much time have you actually spent talking to God today, communing with the Lord, enjoying the Lord? You ought to go back and examine the life of Cain again. When God spoke to him, he didn't even answer God. And after he made a terrible mess of everything and God spoke to him again, when he did answer God, he only spoke in excuses and complaint and self-interest. That's not prayer. No, prayer is seeking to enter into the presence of Almighty God. My longtime pastor, Pastor Sexton, wrote a wonderful book called Lord Teach Us to Pray. And in it, he said this, everything begins with God. The goal of prayer is not for God to find out what is in our hearts. We pray to find out what's in the heart of God. We must know the Lord. The great thing about prayer is not that we're making our needs known to God, but God is making himself known to us. Isn't that beautiful? In other words, when you're, when you're living in prayer, when you're communing with your Creator, you're getting the mind of God. Charles Spurgeon famously said that the prayers God answers are the ones that begin with Him. The idea behind that is that in prayer, you start thinking like God thinks. You find out what is actually the will of God. Prayer brings you to God, and prayer brings God into the circumstance. I'll tell you what we need. We need today to be men and women who begin to call upon the name of the Lord. Jeremiah 33, 3, the Lord promised, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Would you like God to answer? Would you like God to show you some great and mighty things you know nothing about? Then call upon him today. When he calls, we should answer. When we call, you can be sure he will answer. Oh, we need to be prayerful people, men and women of prayer. Family members need to stay close to the Father. The branches need to stay connected to the vine. The the members of the body need to stay in communication with the head of the body. This is what prayer is. It's our vital link with Almighty God. I've said to you already that the way of Cain was the way of self-will, Well, the way of Seth was the way of God's will. And I'm going to tell you God's will for you today. God's will for you today is that you have a new beginning. Uh, We say we want a spiritual awakening, and usually we think we want a worldwide revival, we want a national revival, or maybe we want a revival in our church. But I'm going to tell you where every spiritual awakening starts. Every spiritual awakening starts in some heart and some home. This first recorded spiritual awakening started in a man named Seth, and in his family, they began to call on the name of the Lord. You can't choose for everybody else. You can't make everybody else get awake to God, but you can be awakened to the Lord. You can begin to call on the name of the Lord. You can gather your family around and say, let's read the scripture together. Let's talk about God for a few moments. Uh, Let's have a prayer here together. Each of us express our heart to Almighty God. Uh, You can begin today to call on the name of the Lord, and you just watch what God does. You, You want a fresh beginning? Take action. Do something. Don't sit around waiting on things to get better, hoping somebody else will do something. Begin right where you are. And I want to tell you, a very good place to begin is in prayer. Uh, Get a fresh glimpse of God. Get a fresh faith for the future and get a fresh communion with your Creator. Could I just challenge you to set aside some time today to go to a quiet place and get alone with God and just begin to talk to Him? Pour out your heart to him. Confess your sin. Claim his promises. 
Renew your vows with Almighty God. And then begin to do that every day. And begin to encourage others to join you in that prayer. Uh, Maybe you'll start a fresh season of prayer with your family, a meaningful time of prayer. Uh, Maybe you'll start a prayer group at your school campus or on your job, on a break, or in your neighborhood. I don't know how God will lead you, but I know this. Every wonderful thing God wants to do in this world begins in the secret place, in the place of prayer. Uh, D.L. Moody said that every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Let's get back on our knees before God with humble hearts. Let's be the people today who begin to call upon the name of the Lord. I can't think of a better new beginning we could all have with God than a new beginning in our prayer life. Let the Holy Spirit push the spiritual reset button for you today. Let's get back to what we know we need to be doing. Let's commune with our Creator, and let's hear what's on His heart. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.